Hi, I'm Melvin York, and I'm with Daddy Pete, and today uh, we're doing a segment on global food and how safe or how really safe is your food supply, and that's one thing we want to look at. And the last several uh, podcasts we've done on global food, um, we talked about uh, our exporting of our foods to other countries. We talked about importing and uh, foods from other countries into us. And the safety part is what we want to talk about today. Uh, in the previous podcast, I mentioned that uh, we are getting our information from the USDA pages, and we also get them from the FDA. Uh, I would recommend uh, strongly that you would go to these pages, sign up uh, for their uh, recalls, uh, get to know uh, what's going on in uh, your food world, and make your own uh, choices, make your own opinions after reading this. Again, uh, what I'm speaking on today is coming directly from the USDA pages and from the FDA pages. Now, when you go on the USDA page, just like the FDA page, you can sign up for a daily uh, recall of foods, drugs, um, and different things. Uh, another thing on the USDA page, they have what they call uh, Amber Waves Magazine. You'll see it across the top. Uh, most definitely, I would recommend you Signing up for that, that does keep you what's going on. There's a lot of, of um, um, news of what, who we import from and what's going on. And I'm just going to read you just a little insert from what's in this month. And this was uh, on the publication I pulled up today. It says, and the topic is India and Mexico, top sources of pathogen-based U.S. food import refusals. And this is to give you a quick overview, and you can go on and read the article. It says, Amber Waste, February the 7th, 2022. A study of the U.S. Food and Drug Administration uh, data on U.S. imported foods found that more than 22,000 pathogen and toxin violations were identified from 110,000 countries from the period of 2002 through 2019. India and Mexico had the most pathogen-related violations during this period. Now, that's one of the things that it does tell you there. It goes on to read. And uh, not only that, but it gives you a lot of good information. So uh, how safe is our food? Uh, that's what we titled this today, How Safe is Our Food? Um, uh, food safety. That's what we want to talk about um, with uh, Global Food with Daddy Pete. And then uh, you can also sign up, as I said, for the recall and all. I want to read you something, too, here in a moment. But I want you to understand that the USDA is only uh, liable for 20% of our food. And that's mostly your meats and uh, even into eggs. The other 80% of your food is liable for inspections and under the FDA. So you have two different agencies split up working on food safety. Now, um, 
the thing about the FDA, I want to read you something about that. And again, this is Robert our page, just to let you know we're talking about uh, food safety here today. Under provisions of the U.S. law, and again, I'm reading this directly off the uh, U.S. Food and Drug Administration's page. Under provisions of the U.S. law uh, contained in the U.S. Federal Food, Drug, and Cosmetic Act, importers of food products intended for introduction into the U.S. interstate commerce are responsible for ensuring that the products are safe, sanitary, labeled according to U.S. requirements. And in parentheses, it says all imported food is considered to be an interstate commerce. Let me read that to you again so you don't miss this. Under the provisions of the U.S. law contained in the U.S. Federal Food, Drug, and Cosmetic Act, importers of food products, okay, intended for introduction into the U.S. interstate commerce, are responsible for ensuring that the products are safe, sanitary, and labeled according to U.S. requirements. So it looks like we put the ball in their part. Next paragraph. FDA is not authorized under the law to approve, certify, license, or otherwise sanction individual food importers, products, labels, or shipments. Importers can import foods into the United States without prior sanction, by FDA, as long as the facilities that produce, store, or otherwise handle products that are registered with the FDA and prior notice of the incoming shipments is provided by or to the FDA. Listen to that statement again. The FDA is not authorized under the law to approve, certify, license, or otherwise sanction individual food importers products, labels, or shipments. Importers can import foods into the United States without prior sanction by FDA, as long as the facilities that produce, store, or otherwise handle the products are registered with the FDA and prior notice of incoming shipments is provided to the FDA. Imported food products are subject to FDA inspections when offered for import at U.S. ports of entry. I said that slowly. I'm going to say it slowly again. Imported food products are subject to FDA inspection when offered for import at U.S. ports of entry. FDA may detain shipments of products offered by imports if the shipments are not found to be in compliance with U.S. requirements. Both imported and domestically produced foods meet the same legal requirements of the United States. Now, here's the thing about that. We talked previously on our other podcasts that we do not have a food stockpile in the United States, except for one thing, which was wheat that I have found, 24 to 25 million bushels. And again, we keep that on hand. If a foreign country needs aids, we can ship it out. This is not for domestic use. Keep that in mind. Just like our stockpile of oil, we do stockpile oil. Uh, But right now, we're selling that under this current administration. And yesterday, there was a promise uh, made that they would be replenishing that by buying 
domestic oil and replenishing that. That's yet to be seen. Again, I'm going to insert this. We are not here at all to pick political sides. I'm here just to give you the cold, hard facts of what's going on, let you set your own opinion. Uh, we're not crying wolf. We're not trying to to start a, um, what I want to say, a, a panic, uh, but we do want you to understand why that we do uh, do our gardening with Eddie Pete when we do these podcasts, while we're uh, encouraging people to grow their own food. Number one, safety. Number two is quantity. And uh, that's what our whole podcasts are about. Now, uh, let me just give you a, uh, a quick overview here of some of the recalls. And I'm going to give it to you off the FDA's page. Now, I get these on my email, but you can go look them up here. I would suggest that if you do sign up for the USDA uh, recall page, and if you do sign up for um, the FDA recall page and all of their uh, other emails uh, which pertain to food, I would most definitely uh, start a email address just for this because you will find out that you will get a lot of recalls, a lot of information daily. It's very useful. Didn't take long to look at it, but I do this every day. So yesterday, okay, today is the July the 27th. So we're going to go back in and we will see some drugs and we'll see some foods and beverages all here over the last week or so. We'll just go over these. But yesterday, this was 726-2022, multiple brands is the name. It's the product description is a magnesium citrate saline laxative oral solution. And the product type of the recall is drugs, recall, reason, potential. And there's a name in there that I couldn't tell you at all, but it has some chemical contamination. Uh, the company name is by uh, John or by John LLC. Uh, that's the information that you will get. You can click on, it will be highlighted in blue, multiple brands. It gives you more what's going on in that. Uh, we also have another one that was put out yesterday in the drug category. It was launch sequence. Uh, launch sequence is uh, aphrodisia and euphoria capsules uh, under the drug. It contains Tadelafil, uh, and the company name is Loud Muscle Science, LLC. Also yesterday, uh, Marutimo, and it is a... It's the name brand. It's a dashi soup mix. A product type of a recall goes under food and beverages. Undeclared wheat and soy that was found in their mix, and that was put out by Westomatic Asian Foods Incorporated. Okay. Again, Sustango. This was on the 25th dietary supplement for male enhancement drugs. Undeclared. Same thing as the one before, and it's put out by Ultimate Supplement. Um, Enjoy Life and Trader Joe's is the name brands, soft-baked cookies, food and beverages, uh, contaminant snack food item, okay? Potential, uh, potential present of plastic pieces. 
and the company name is Enjoy Life Natural Brands, LLC. Uh, so that's one that we've got going on there. That's just, I'm picking some out as we go through. Uh, spring green flavor, chopped egg and vegetables, uh, food and beverages, where it's listed under potential listeria and monosotogenes. Eat Just Incorporated was the company that put those out. Uh, pick up a couple more here just to give you an idea of what's going on. Uh, ready Meals. Uh, product description, seafood items, uh, food and beverage uh, is a product type, uh, allergens, seafood, seafood product. That's what it's listed under. Uh, undeclared allergen, fish, uh, crustacean, egg, wheat, and soy. That's put out by the Albertsons Company. So not only did they have undeclared, and that means that it wasn't put into the label, as we talked about, FDA is responsible or how it is labeled and what's on the label is supposed to be in there and nothing else. Uh, Sweet Lawrence is another brand name. It's sugar cookie dough. It's under the food and beverage uh, bakery uh, product mix, undeclared gluten. Okay, We've got a lot of people that's on gluten or can handle gluten, but they've undeclared that in their Labeling, evidently. So that's where that goes on. Uh, but here we have one that's crown print, smoked baby clams and olive oil. It's under the food and beverage category, detectable levels of, and again, I don't know how to pronounce these uh, and wouldn't even try to make name of some of these uh, chemicals or substances. Uh, but anyhow, there was two different one of those found. And uh, they are company name is Crown Prince. So again, you can just see there's something else. Nateria, freeze dried blueberries. Uh, the description freeze dried blueberry, uh, food and beverage, brand Storm. So again, there was another food that was out there Belafonte, chocolate to die for premium ice cream. It's under the food and beverage category, undeclared peanuts. Now, Belafonte Dairy, undeclared peanuts might not sound like a bad thing, but we all know that there's such an amazing amount of people that are allergic to peanuts and peanut butters and all. And not only could it be uh, affect your health, in some cases could be life-threatening. So these things need to be took care of right below that on the 13th, same day, but different company. Uh, Big Olaf, ice cream, again, listed under food and beverage. Listeria monosotogenes, okay? There you go again, something that can be deadly or make you very, very sick. Big Olaf Creamery. So I'm just giving you just an idea of what's going on in the world of food safety for you. Now, some of these products, you know, uh, go back, and here was some of the things that, um, I don't know, I don't know we've had a peanut butter recall, I know that, which has been pretty healthy. It's went to a lot of, uh, of uh, different products. Uh, when you recall peanut butter, and we have a peanut butter manufacturers, and they sell to other manufacturers, then what you start is a lot of different recalls, and we've seen that with the peanut butter here. Um, 
in the last, mm, I don't know, since May, probably, is when we've had the peanut butter recall. So these are things that you need to stay up on. During that recall, it will, if you'll go through and click on the outline blue that's on there, it will tell you the company, uh, the dates of the recall again. And most of these recalls are volunteered by the company. Not that it's actually been found by the FDA, but it's actually been, uh, they have done their own uh, volunteer, their own announcement on and actually have uh, notified the FDA or the USDA, depending on what it is, whether it's a beef product or whether it's or the vegetable, ice cream, dairy product or whatever. So uh, keep in mind that that does go on too that um, the companies are, and which is a good thing, but sometimes if you'll go back and look at the recall notice to when they found it, you may see that there's a week or two different um, in some of these recalls. What I'm wanting to do, and I'm actually looking for one right now that I ran across yesterday in my email and uh, I think I went too far down. I wanted to share that with you just to give you an idea of what I was talking about on these uh, recalls. Um, well, let me give you this one here. This is a good one here. Um, one that goes on. There's a uh, over-the-counter recall on over-the-counter products uh, due to temperature requirements. Uh, family dollars recalling certain products regulated by the FDA that were stored and inadvertently shipped to certain stores all around May 1st, 2022 through June 10th due to product being stored outside the label. Now, to date, Family Dollar has not received any consumer complaints or reports of illness to this recall. And I keep in mind, the date of this recall was that I got through the USDA was on Monday. July the 25th. Now, there may have been problems to that. I hadn't seen it. But it's back to where they found it, all the way back to May 1, 2022, and through June 10th, 2022. So we do know that they found it after the 2022 mark or was doing some studies. But yet, we've seen it come out here today. Now, again, there may be some uh, prior recalls to that that I haven't seen or haven't researched out, but uh, this one was put out on Monday, July the 25th at 2.11 p.m. That's when I received the recall. So anyway, just give me a quick overview. Please do go to the USDA page and uh, join the uh, recall list with your emails. But if not that, at least click on it daily and look. Also go to the FDA and do that while you're at the USDA page. Make sure that you do sign up. It's a monthly magazine. That's what they call it as a magazine. comes to your email, Amber Waves. And that's put out by the uh, USDA. And it is really, really full of a lot of good information. And it helps you make healthy choices for your family. So, and it does let you know just how vulnerable our food is when you see the amount of these recalls and our drugs here in the U.S. And uh, not all these recalls are coming from 
imports either. So there are some domestic recalls going on also. But we need to know that, what stores the product's been sold to, and so that we can check our appraisers, our cabinets, or whatever, so we don't make sure that we do uh, keep our family safe. We don't feed it to them and go on. So um, we'd love for you to go to our webpage, which is daddypeats.com, and you can click on our podcast. Again, this one is food safety, how safe is your food, and uh, or how really safe is your food. Um, this does give you uh, some insight while people are growing their own gardens, uh, doing their own food preservation, just for some of these simple reasons. But click on that uh, podcast, and uh, if you have a question, we'd love to hear it from you. If you got a comment, uh, if you want to go back through the archives. Again, this one would be uh, Global Food. This will be under Daddy Pete's uh, podcast page. If you'd like to go through and see our, uh, listen to some of our podcasts uh, for gardening with Daddy Pete, and we give you tips on gardening, when to, how to, what to plant, and then we do, do some segments also on um uh, preservation, uh, canning of different types or drying foods and all. We do have a uh, uh, email that comes out once a month that you can sign up for that. And uh, we give you some tips on gardening. And also while you're there, if you would like to, look around at our products. Well, uh, hopefully uh, next time we'll get into this more on food safety and uh Please go on and check your recalls. And uh, I think that you'll find it very interesting, very helpful if you do that. Until next time, this is Melvin York. This is Global Foods with Daddy Pete.